Hello, Screeders. I have to say I was pleasantly surprised by the response of the last episode. It's a terrible name. I don't, this is 2022. I don't even, I don't even really know what that meant, to be honest. But it must have had some content that people liked. I got some call-ins. I got some questions. I got some responses. Felt a little different than just the regular call-ins of glad to hear you speaking, which I, I am very, very humbled and thankful for. But I'd also, I'd also like to have a conversation about topics, whatever, whatever that topic may be. Today, I want to read something. Actually, I'm going to read a couple things. I hope you don't mind. Borderline personality disorder is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others, causing problems functioning in everyday life. It includes self-image issues, difficulty managing emotions and behavior, and a pattern of unstable relationships. With borderline personality disorder, you have an intense fear of abandonment or instability, and you may have difficulty tolerating being alone. Yet, inappropriate anger, impulsiveness, and frequent mood swings may push others away, even though you want to have loving and lasting relationships. Borderline personality disorder usually begins by early adulthood. The condition seems to be worse in young adulthood and may gradually get better with age. If you have borderline personality disorder, don't get discouraged. Many people with this disorder get better over time with treatment and can learn to live satisfying lives. This is from mayoclinic.org. These are the symptoms. Borderline personality disorder affects how you feel about yourself, how you relate to others, and how you behave. Signs and symptoms may include an intense fear of abandonment, even going to extreme measures to avoid real or imagined separation or rejection. A pattern of unstable, intense relationships such as idealizing someone one moment and then suddenly believe the person doesn't care enough or is cruel. Rapid changes in self-identity and self-image that include shifting goals and values and seeing yourself as bad or as if you don't exist at all. Periods of stress-related paranoia and loss of contact with reality lasting from a few minutes to a few hours. Impulsive and risky behavior such as gambling, reckless driving, unsafe sex, spending sprees, binge eating, or drug abuse or sabotaging success by suddenly quitting a good job or ending a positive relationship. Suicidal threats or behavior or self-injury, often in response to fear of separation or rejection. Wide mood swings lasting from a few hours to a few days, which can include intense happiness, irritability, shame, or anxiety. Ongoing feelings of emptiness inappropriate, intense anger, such as frequently losing your temper, being sarcastic or bitter, or having physical fights. Damn, screeders. Does it sound like anybody you know? I don't know. But I do know today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. I doubt very much I am the only person who listens I think calling in has died off because, well, most people have kids that are still in the house. We have kids that are out and uh, not in our house and messing with our holiday schedule. 
or are the holiday schedule, right? Um, so I think that's what takes up a lot of people's time during the holidays. So I'm sure the calls will continue to come, but I will keep calling too because I like listening to random screed. Um, I'm bummed that you're not in your clanky car anymore, but uh, life is a journey, right? And we move on to different things a lot and all, all the time. It was very odd that I was at one place for 25 years and now I'm not. Um, but I think that is abnormal. Most people move around, right? Don't you know I'm still calling better than I ever did? Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. I'm still calling after all this time. Picking up the pieces of my life without you on my mind. I'm still calling. Sorry, guys, I couldn't help myself. I love you, man. Thank you very much for calling in, Carl. I appreciate it. Um, and I also think all the screeders out there appreciate you making excuses for them. Uh, I hope I didn't guilt anybody into calling. I did get a few call-ins, though, so maybe that's what I was doing. I don't know. It wasn't intentional, that's for sure. I appreciate it, sir. Um, you've been giving me a conversation, and that's what I've always been looking for here. So thank you very much, and uh, let's keep doing it. And uh, yeah, man. That's Carl Rodriguez from The Geomologist Presents. Check it out. Hey, what up, Hobbs? It's your boy, Arlen Walker. Really glad to hear you back on the mic. Um, I'm going to try to publish the episode that you and I recorded a couple days ago sometime this afternoon. So there'll be able, people will be able to hear your voice over on Live from Pelham's Wasteland also. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was really nice to hear you talking about all that sort of stuff. I'm glad that your um, kind of home life situation has improved so much. Um, I'm going to talk more about my kind of idea of what archaeology means in terms of playing RPGs, but it's going to be fairly rambly and take a while. So I'm not going to do that on the call-ins because I would leave, you know, at least like six or eight or 10 call-ins. So um, anyway, um, really great to hear random screed on the air again. And um, I look forward to excuse me, talking with you soon, bud. And right on call, there is one of those guilty subject, guilty screeder, guilty Hobbs, Goblin, Arlen Walker with his podcast and uh, YouTube show live from Pelham's Wasteland. Um, thanks for calling in, Arlen. I enjoyed our little talk. It is a little longer than I really, really wanted, but uh if you haven't heard it, go check out Live from Pelham's Wasteland. Like he said, I was a guest on it. I don't know the name of the episode, but the sooner you get over there, the sooner you can make sure it's the one that I'm on. Basically, we were talking about games that we played in 2020 and games that we wanted to play in 2021, whatever that may be. Um, I can give you a quick little excerpt of maybe what some people thought as Nola Burt uh, talked about it briefly after subscribing to the podcast. This would be Robert Nemeth, that uh, uh, incredible published author who uh, likes Five Torches Deep. He said it was a long episode, first of all, and he mentioned something about the Red Mars, Green Mars conversation that we had when we were talking about the science fiction game that I might want to try to run, and I tried to describe it, um, which we were calling Turgid Sci-Fi. 
Um, and he mentioned frontier space, which I have also mentioned, um, on the subject of frontier space. I was a little crazy about DWD studios. I used to play games with Larry Moore, who used to uh, be with them, but no longer is. And now it's just Bill Logan, I believe, but they have a wide variety of products. Um, I guess there was a little trouble with fans and the fan base concerning their Wuxia game. I don't really know. That would be something for you guys to research if you're interested in it. Otherwise, if you don't know, uh, Frontier Space is pretty much based on uh, Star Frontiers. And Bill Logan was a guy who has been doing the Star Frontiersman, which was like almost a zine type of thing for decades, I believe. There's tons of them out there. You can get them on drive-thru. And uh, they may be free. I'm not sure. We also talked about cartoons and the way that Arlen wanted uh, to play G.I. Joe, Transformer, GoBots, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't want to, but I said I would be all over a Thundar game or Herculoids. So I don't know where y'all weigh in on that, but go check out Arlen's podcast. Arlen, thanks for calling in. I can't wait to have a better grip on this concept of archaeology. Hey, Jason, it is nice to hear from you early in 2022. That's one heck of a screed you put out a couple days ago. Uh, so much to unpack. Does sound like uh, a lot of yay things are happening, great gaming and all that sort of thing. So that's that's pretty awesome. Hope you're able to find a system that is going to be able to satisfy your Wild West space fantasies, um, as far as that goes. But uh, I'm almost ready to wrap up my first uh, D&D campaign um, and I'm pretty happy with that as far as gaming goes. Oh, this is uh, Mumfrey, by the way. Um, again, it, it's been a while. I think December 7th was your last one, so it's good to hear from you again. Your little riffs, uh, you know, between your segments. Your guitar sounds good, man. Keep it coming. All right. And there was Larry Hot, also known as Mumfrey from Mumfrey's Musings RPG Beginnings. I've had quite a few people telling me recently, within the last month or two, I don't know, that uh, I inspired them to run low fantasy gaming or to start podcasting. Well, y'all should know that I was inspired to do what I do by the people that came before, whether it's uh, Sean P. Kelly from Gaming and BS, um, Chris Sneezak from the, uh, I don't even remember what the name of their stuff was, but um, Eric Hoffman, Paul Wolf, uh, Gabor Lux. These guys are the ones that inspired me to podcast and work on material, publish zines like the fantastic uh, Tim Shorts, um, Adam Muscovich, a lot of people. It's it's good to be inspired. It's good to find mentors. That's where success comes in. So I don't know if I necessarily inspired um, Larry to do Mumfrey's Musings, RPG Beginnings, but regardless, I appreciate the call in. Uh, I'm hoping to find that as well. Maybe it is Frontier Space. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's Mothership. Maybe it's the Deserts of Karth. I don't know, but I'm going to keep on looking and I'm going to have a ton of flipping fun doing it. 
That's what gaming is about for me. And I love to bring people together. And uh, I'm seeing people also trying to do that. And uh, I don't think a safe place is a bad thing, even if that safe place is trying to keep out politics, religion, sports, or any other conversation that seems to be heavy with tension at the time. I don't think a safe place is a bad thing, and I don't think it necessarily means that you have a predilection towards a certain political philosophy. But I don't know. Regardless, uh, thanks for calling in, Larry. We'll keep on searching, and I'm going to try and get you in another game, buddy. That basic fantasy game didn't go very well, and uh, the majority of that is probably something to do with that borderline personality disorder stuff I read to you guys earlier. Uh, I think we'll get back to that soon. But uh, once again, I want to thank uh, Larry from Rumfrey's Musings RPG Beginnings. He's got a podcast out there about his first uh, campaign since 2011. I'm not very good at math, but that's over 10 years ago. So good on you, buddy. We had uh, Arlen from uh, Live from Pelham's Wasteland and Carl from The Geomologist Presents. You guys, check them out, man. They may not be your cup of tea. They may be your freaking tab soda. I don't know. But let's get this thing going. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Status report. I thought I'd go into this right now, talking about BPD in recent situations. I felt pretty empty lately. And uh, you may ask, why in the hell am I reading up on BPD? Well, recently I've been thinking that I know that my therapist had said that uh, she thought I was somewhere in the middle of bipolar disorder and BPD, or maybe I have both. And I kind of just gave up on the BPD thing because I'd never really heard of it. And I guess if we want to get better, we might have to educate ourselves on a few things concerning ourselves. Someone once told me I was a clear thinker, but I've never really felt like I was a very good self-analyzer. I don't know how you can think clearly if you can't look in the mirror and figure out why you do the things you do sometimes. I don't know. It was just something I was thinking about. Occasionally I see these things on TikTok about ADHD, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder. And uh, I'm like, yeah, these things seem about right. But in the end, I think just like we have jobs to do, we can try our best to overcome our difficulties I had a situation at the house recently. Things aren't always going to be butterflies and roses. Sometimes they're going to be worker ants and shit piles, right? You're going to have to do the dirty things to get to the life you want occasionally. And the successful people do it. The successful, successful happy people do it in a way 
that allows them not to jeopardize their personal moral code or and it that's not easy and i think i have a super interest in that and that's one of the things that i was trying to do with my western game guns of abaddon uh, which i may return to otherwise known as um good intentions such a good name too bad it was taken yeah anyway i don't know call in Tell me about your BPD or your experiences with it, and maybe together we can uh, figure something out, even if it's just getting more awareness out there. They say that's important. I don't know. All right. The other thing that seemed to cause some, I don't want to call it hubbub or a fracas or anything of the like, what I do want to call it is interest. People had questions. They wanted to know, let's see, it's James Richards from the Gamerhood Random Screed channel. What do you mean by cyberpunk without the punk? like a gritty urban sci-fi setting. I think, thinking about it, that's exactly what I mean. I didn't realize it until I was reading Cyberpunk Red, and I'll read you the portion of that. Before you pitch off your sleeping mat and jump in, there's a few things we need to tell you. First of all, the name Cyberpunk comes from two words, cyber, from the term cybernetic or a fusion of flesh and machine technology punk from an early 1980s rock music style that epitomized violence, rebellion, and social action in a nihilistic way. The term was popularized in the pre-collapse days of a group of writers who specialized in writing science fiction with this kind of techno melange. Their works featured a streamlined blend of rock, pop, sex, drugs, and the highest, hippest technology usually grafted onto your body somewhere. The archetypical cyberpunk heroes of the 80s ranged from techno-barbarians roaming a post-Holocaust world to cyber-chipped jet-setters with designer bodies. I don't know, man. A lot of that stuff I'm down with, but some of it I'm not. I don't know if I'm down with epitomized violence, rebellion, and social action in a nihilistic way. I'm almost positive there was more to what I read, but this is all I could find. And I don't know if I slept on it and came up with it or what, but I think I'm more down with <laughs> Blade Runner than I am whatever they're talking about here. Is that the she body she's of altered carbon? I don't know. I like slick stuff. I often play slick characters who are just as interested in their fashion as they are anything else. But I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't really know, but something about the punk makes me a little nervous because 
there's a lot of ways you can take it and you can push rebellion. And I'm all about changing the status quo. I've always been that way. I'll always be that way. So I, I have a little bit of rebel in me. I aim to misbehave, but I think there's a way to do it and to create success. And there's a way to do it to just try to make yourself a martyr, which I think is a puss out way. Maybe puss out's not the best way to say it. I don't think it's going to be as successful as if you tried to do it the right way. Like, I don't think, I don't know. I'm not a historian. I've always said I'm a hick from the sticks, but I don't think the way to success is outright rebellion. I think channels pacifism and trying to do it better than your enemies. It's like they say, otherwise you just become them. Right. And I feel like that seems like people are thinking it's okay to do that today. And I don't, I don't think it's okay. And I'm terrible. I'm, I'm, I can't always practice what I preach. And I accept that. I was watching the latest episode of, um, the expanse today. And there's a little scene with Amos and Bobby and Amos isn't sure he wants to go back to the Rasanante and Bobby who's been through her own questions of allegiance and what she should be doing, you know, told him what she thought, you know, that in the end it just comes down to your brothers and your family and the guy standing next to you. And, uh, you need to do what you can to protect them. And I agree with that to a point, you're mostly talking about what is acceptable in war. And uh, I'm not a religious person and I'm not sure. I believe there is an afterlife. I'd like to believe, but I can't convince myself. But I'm still open, open to the possibility. But I think it's more important to do what allows you to answer your life positively, positivity, positively, positively at the end. So when you have the option to ask yourself, did I live a good life? Did I live life in a good way? Is just as important. And I think that's like what I try to do in games maybe is answer that question and see how far people are willing to go in order to succeed in their gaming lives. But a lot of times people ignore a morality or their own moral code, but that's okay. Cause I mean, you're playing a character, right? But for me, it's easy. It's easy to be willing to go to whatever means it's harder to stand up to what makes you feel like you were a good person in the end. But I don't know. Think about that. Let me know what you think. Give me a call. I'd like to say uh, I was reading the Flesh and Grit Rules by Missing Axis in D. Bareford's Gaslight Rule Hack for Low Fantasy Gaming. I was pretty, pretty impressed. And I think I'm going to try and either run some Gaslight Low Fantasy Gaming, probably in a Solomon Kane sort of way, or... I'm going to use 
Low Fantasy Gaming, Low Life 2090, D. Bradford's Gaslight Setting, plus, um, maybe I already said everything, but I was thinking about making that into a Western or even a Space Western game. We shall see. Till then, it's time to get lost in a gala, baby. But wait, there's more. This week on Twitch TV by Hob665, The Gamerhood. Tomorrow night, Tuesday, January 11th at 7 p.m., we have the Tuesday Nights group playing Low Fantasy Gaming in that hex crawly Low Fantasy Gaming campaign, The Lost Lake. On Thursday at 7.30 p.m., we have Kalmata, legendary Kalmata number 66, where I believe we're returning to Zadabad and uh, looking for that missing library. Other than that, well, that's all, folks.